Hi, this is Jennifer Donna with Young Female Entrepreneurs. You are watching the Young Female Entrepreneurs live stream, part of youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com, an online organization that connects entrepreneurial women in their 20s and 30s through online events like Twitter chats, this live stream. Uh, we've got a book club going on. We've got in real life meetups happening. It's nuts. Anyway, thank you so much for watching the live stream. They happen every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern here at ovalite.tv slash live. And Ovalite TV is the home of um, why I am a young female entrepreneur. I am 27 years old. It feels really old to say 27. I just recently turned 27, but I am. I'm 27. And I'm part owner of Ovalai.com, a web hosting and cloud services company. And Ovalai.tv is some of the fun programming, very right-sided brain stuff that we do here. And so I'm in the studio tonight. And usually on the Young Female Entrepreneurs live stream, I have guests. And this evening, I don't. We're going to be talking about some hot topics that have been happening around, first, around uh, women in business, and then secondly, around um, young people in business. <laughs> and if you're in the chat right now at um, ovalai.tv slash live, you'll know I just typed in um, some links on Groupon so you guys can check it out. But one of the perks of being on the live stream is that there is a chat that's happening and there is the ability to Skype in, to give your opinion, to talk about your business, to ask our guests questions. And this is a huge opportunity, especially with some of the guests that I've had on. I've had on Amanda Aitken of Girls Guide to Web Design. She was on last week. A couple weeks ago was Natalie McNeil of uh, She Takes on the World. And these are pretty impressive women that have a lot of experience to give young women um, who are starting businesses today. So make sure that you take that um, that opportunity to Skype in and ask them questions directly. And also give a nice little plug for your business or whatever it is that you're doing at the same time. So anyway, I... <laughs> I'm looking at the chat right now, and Erin of Well in LA is talking about one of the hot topics that we're going to be discussing. Um, like I said, the first one is women in business, and we're going to be talking a lot about, oh, yeah, you can see the chat. Yep. So women in business, we're talking about a, a very old article and a very new one from CNN, and also for the young people in business, we're talking about the Groupon CEO um, who did some interesting things in his town hall meeting yesterday. So before we get into the hot topics, while people are coming into the live stream, I wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on at Young Female Entrepreneurs and give you guys the opportunity to ask questions about how to get involved in the organization. Because um, like I said, I I make money and I have a business doing Ovali.com. It's web hosting, cloud services, um, and that's where I really focus on on the day-to-day. -day. And Young Female Entrepreneurs is really a passion of mine. When I was, I'm I started with my parents, um, who are my business partners, right after I graduated from college. I was married. I had a kid a couple years later. Um, he's uh, my son. He's little. He's almost two at the end of July. So um, a lot of what Young Female Entrepreneurs is and has been over the last couple years is just what I've really needed as a young female entrepreneur getting started um, and trying to build her business. Uh, so... Um, yeah, I, I'm as I grow older and the business grows in different op in different ways. I want to make sure that I give other young women the opportunity to do the same thing that I've done with YFE and really get connected with other entrepreneurial women that are like minded, that are in similar situations um, as I was. So anyway, 
without further ado, <laughs> I'll talk about some uh, some things that are coming down the pipeline for YFE. But know that if you're on the chat or if you're on Skype, I'm accepting questions about YFE or accepting ideas, all that fun stuff right now for the next 10 minutes. So make sure you type in your questions or your suggestions or what you'd love to see from YFE or what you're like, Jen, this is really dumb. Stop doing this. Uh, I'd be happy to take them into consideration. So a couple things that are happening. Like I said, this live stream happens every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. And it's a fun way. We have this incredible studio here at Ovali. Um, we're in the Ovali.tv studio. So why not make use of it for young female entrepreneurs? I said I have had Natalie McNeil, Amanda Aitken, and a lot of tremendous women doing incredible things. Uh, pageant professors, Signify, and I mean, Erin of Well in LA, who's on, she's incredible. So it's been a lot of fun to do this so far. The really cool thing is that I am booked out through May for guests. It's awesome. And the lineup that I have for guests is incredible. <laughs> I think I said incredible too many times tonight, but I'm really, really excited about this because they're all guests that I'm interested in learning from and interested in hearing their stories. And I know that you will be too. They're women that have been unemployed and started businesses. They're women in their late 40s who have started businesses, wrote books about it. Um, there are women in their late 20s who just on a whim decided, hey, I'm going to leave my cushy corporate job and start this business. And all of them are going to be bringing tips and experiences for you to learn and grow your businesses from. So anyway, that's going to be happening through May. I am going to try and pull in some headlines like what we're doing tonight. I'm testing out the waters, seeing how all of you um, respond to it. So comments are really important. Um, if you have any ideas um, or uh or opinions on what we're talking about as far as headlines, I'd love to hear them in the post wherever you're watching this, whether it's live on YouTube, on Young Female Entrepreneurs, on Ovalide TV, or any of the places we're syndicated. I'd love to hear um, what your comments are on these headlines that we're going to be talking about. Um, with that said, or with that in mind, um, headlines are important. Also, we have an important election that's coming up, and business and politics, I know that they don't always mix well as far as networking, but I do feel like it's something that we need, especially as young women, need to stay on top of. So that's something that I'm going to be uh, incorporating in at the end of May, um, going into June, hearing from a little bit um a little bit more, bringing more politics into the discussion, uh, which is my background. I'm a political science major who's now in web hosting, uh, but that's cool. I know a lot of you are in similar situations. Um, so the live stream is one thing that we're doing. We're doing a Twitter chat. Uh, YFE chat happened. It got its one-year anniversary, I believe, last month. And we took a couple weeks off to regroup. And then we're starting again tomorrow night, which is Friday, April... If you're on live chat, you should tell me what <laughs> date is. April 27th. So Friday, April 27th at 8 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, or 11 Eastern. So it's a little late for you guys out on the East Coast. But um, if you're anything like me, on a Friday night is usually my night to just cool off and have a glass of wine, relax on the couch. I'll usually have my laptop with me and watch TV or something like that with my husband. And so this is just a fun way to connect to get the YFE chat started again. And so they'll be happening every two weeks uh, following that. You can see um, on the TV behind me on youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com or if you go to bit.ly um, slash YFE chat. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that we could do the zoom ins. Did you just do that? Yeah, it's because we have a camera. Oh. 
was talking to our producer. So, um, anyway, uh, the, um, gosh, I lost my train of thought. So anyway, going into May, it's going to be on Mondays at 11 p.m. Uh, Pacific or 11 a.m. Pacific to Eastern and um, going into June we kind of follow the same thing with a Friday night mixer at the beginning of each month which will be fun to test it out to see if you guys respond well to it um, I really love Twitter chats I think they're super fun it is great if you've ever hosted a Twitter chat I know to- uh, Tori uh, Molnar if you look at my screen I'll show her profile really cool girl I have to get her on a live stream um she does utoria and uh, she makes change and uh tori i believe is still in her teens i think she's still in high school (laughs) and uh she has this awesome business that's empowering other teenage girls or young uh, preteens to get into business for themselves basically so anyway um Tori just said something uh, about how Twitter chats are hard and they're exhausting. And yes, they're exhausting, but they're they're really fun to do and they're fun to meet new women to follow on Twitter. I have lists going of women that have been in the chats and it's just neat to see how women lead their everyday lives and what they're doing in their businesses in them. So anyway, I hope you check that out at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com um, under the YFE chat piece. It, it lists everything through June that we're doing for the Twitter chats. Um, And the last thing, all of these online events are just to connect you with other women, young women that are doing similar things as you are that aren't in your local area. So a lot of women say they go to networking events and they're all women that are in their their 40s or 50s who have done the corporate thing, had kids, and now they're kind of having fun with their businesses. I don't want to say they're having fun. I mean, you know, I don't want to say that they're not serious about their business because they definitely are, but um, they're just in different um life experiences they're having different life experiences than we are so anyway while you might not have any young women in your your you know 10 mile radius you could definitely meet women online and um being part of the social media generation that we are in uh these online events are great for it and so the last big online event that's happening now for uh, YFE is the book club, which I'm so, so honored uh, to have Jessica Newell and Morgan Hatton be our first moderators. We'll do a book club every month. Um, I'm right now researching books for the next one. Um, And so that'll be really fun. If you guys have a recommendation for the book club, definitely let me know. I'm more than happy to hear about it. But our first one is uh, Melanie Berenger's book, Craving Success. And this book is awesome as a one to start out because it's not necessarily like um, here's 10 tips for how to live your life. It's definitely, you know, hundreds of ideas and suggestions for running your business. Um, But it's Melody's story. She's run over 20 businesses and had a tremendous amount of failures (laughs) in starting them. Um, But all of her failures are awesome because they give you such incredible insight. And unfortunately for Melody, she had to deal with the stress of, you know, going on tour with Peter Gabriel and realizing in the midst of it that she was losing a lot of money and not succeeding at what she was trying to do and some of the questions that we're talking about in the group in the book club um, has to deal with that and what spontaneity means in our business as you can see um, if you go to the young female entrepreneurs homepage right now you'll see a couple of the questions that Jessica and uh, Jessica Newell put together um, if you scroll down a little bit, you can see um, Morgan's questions. And so we're discussing them within the book club. And I have it, um, it's in a private or a closed Facebook group. So you just have to request to get into the group. And the links are on all of the um, 
the pieces, uh, the the posts with the prompts. Um, so definitely get into that Facebook group. Grab the book. There's an ebook copy and a paperback copy, and all the links are everywhere that we have the website, the groups, and all that fun stuff. Uh, it is. It's a good book, and it's a really fun discussion. So definitely tell tell us what's happened within your business, um, especially these questions about spontaneity. I really like that idea of where you know things aren't working out really well for you, and you're just like, I need to make my next. Um, payroll and make sure that I have money for these people (laughs) and that's kind of what Melody talks about in her book and as young people um, there are certain stresses like that and we don't necessarily have the experience to fall back on and so Melody shares a great deal of information um, about that and and I have a really fun announcement um, as far as the book club goes super fun announcement so you need to make sure to join the book club because I'm not going to say anything anywhere for the next week until um, I tell those ladies first. So anyway, that's done uh, with what's going on with YFE. If you guys have questions, make sure that you type them in in the chat or you Skype me. I'm on Skype at YF Entrepreneur right now. Um, let's see, getting into the headlines part of it. So, um, we've got two little pieces that I wanted to talk about. The first one is the CNN article. Um, you can go through the images. I just have them lined up one through whatever. So I posted this on the YFE Facebook page because I noticed it in my feed, um, from CNN and it's, the headline was, why are young women more ambitious than men? And it's kind of a deceiving headline because, um, Actually, I don't have this pulled up. Let me pull this up on uh, the TV, too, so we can make sure we read it together. Um, so if you guys go to the Facebook.com, if you're watching it live, it's Facebook.com slash Young Female Entrepreneurs is our page, and it's just a link on there. Uh, if you scroll down a bit, you can see it here. There we go. That one. Uh, so yeah, it was put out by CNN, but the the research was done by the Pew uh, Research Center, um, which is a pretty credible um, research center, I guess you could say it. Um, and they had, uh, the findings were that 86% of women think that marriage is very important, whereas 95% of them feel like being a good parent is important. However, our number one goal as young women, as a collective, as an average, is in having a, I think the quote was, uh, being successful and having a high paying career or successful and high paying career, which I thought was interesting because that was the basis for that um, headline. Oh, and by the way, Jules, okay, so Jules of Smack Lab, uh, she just asked a question really fast about the book club. Sorry, you guys. I just want to make sure that I make this clear that you can uh, still join in the book club anytime. It's four weeks long, and the book that we're reading is relatively short, and it's an easy read. So um, you're more than welcome to jump in. And these questions are pretty universal anyway that you can just jump in and start answering questions and discussing. Um, so yeah, feel free to jump in at any point. I should probably clarify that a few other places too. Anyway, um, hopefully that answered your question, Jules. And if you guys have any other questions about the book club, you can always tweet me um, at YF Entrepreneur and get on Facebook and ask it there on our wall, and I'll make sure that I answer questions. So getting back to the CNN article, um, they were saying that women, our number one goal is to have these high-paying, successful careers, but we still want the traditional family, kids are important, our husbands are important kind of a lifestyle, and that women are not necessarily being naive about this. They're realizing that, oh, it, it might be kind of hard to do that. 
Um, but at the, si- at the same time, we're going to try for it and just make sure that our partner is able to um, be, be flexible and be part of the, uh, provide some of the work, I guess, behind it. So it's not the woman that takes care of the kid all day, makes dinner, manages the finances, that kind of a thing. It's more of an equal relationship. And so that's what the article is talking about. Um, and so uh, with this being the problem that we want all of this, but it's it's not clear how it's all going to paint out, the author um, of the article was suggesting that uh, that the solution for us is to for our employers to create more flexible hours or a more flexible work environment, and that also there needs to be more support for caretakers. And I think that she was referring to support as far as you know socially how we how we look at people who are at in the home taking care of our kids, and then also as far as um, government and um, programs. Like she was saying, a lot of caretaking is privatized. Um, it's not like once your kids get into elementary school, high school, that there are some public institutions that are available. So it's it was a really interesting read, and I highly recommend that you guys check it out. But I wanted to get your opinions. If you're on the chat or if you want to Skype in and give us uh, just your Hey, this is why I started my business. Because, um, yes, she recommends that, you know, employers have more flexible hours. But we as women who are building businesses, whether we have employees or not, we should be considering that. If this is something that we want, if we want to build businesses that are fabulous, high paying, that are changing the world, um, are we taking into consideration that, you know, ourselves, we might want to be able to be there for our kids during the day and that our employees might want to have the same luxury um something to take into consideration so if you are on the chat type in what your opinion is why did you start your business in the first place it wasn't for flexibility so that you could uh be there with your children and you know what's really interesting is that i've talked to a lot of young women who have started businesses and they've done so left their jobs or didn't even enter in the career um you know the workforce because one day they were going to have kids and they wanted to be flexible for those kids. And that's pretty similar to why I started in Ovali was that my parents sat me down and said, owning your own business, that's flexibility, that's freedom. Freedom was the biggest thing. Freedom to make as much money as you possibly can, you know, as much energy and effort that you're able to exert to bring that money in. And then also as far as your schedule, you know, you're in full control of your schedule other than for some of you that have those clients that are one-on-one that you have to make sure that you fulfill the work, that type of a thing. You do answer to them, but ultimately it's all up to you and how you build that work environment and the culture and with, within your company. Uh, so yeah, I know that I realize that that's a factor, especially for women that haven't even started to think about planning a family. They have thought about what they would want to think about once they start thinking about having the family. I get it. Um, so I want to hear from you. Now, if you're not on the live stream and you don't feel, or you don't feel like you want to chat in, that's totally cool. Um, comment on the blog post or wherever you're watching this, whether it's on YouTube, on Blip TV, etc. Um, I'd love to hear your opinion on the article. I'll make sure that I have the links too. Um, like I said, if you're on the live chat, it's on our Facebook page. Sorry, guys. Um, so, uh, so with that being said, I wanted to talk very quickly about this old ink article that I have. Um, oh, for Skype. Sorry to um to call it in Skype. <laughs> 
The username is YFE, so it's YF Entrepreneur. <laughs> if you can spell it. Uh, so that's Y-F-E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R. Our producer's writing it on your lower third so you guys can see it. Um, oh, it turned off. So anyway, the uh, call in and give us your opinion on why you started the company, that kind of fun thing. Otherwise, make sure that you comment wherever you're watching this video about that. Um, another thing that's fun, oh, Tori said that she started her business because she wanted to change other women's lives, which is awesome. A lot of women did start their businesses in that way um, for that reason, and especially Tori's. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming it's Tori Molnar of Utoria, and that's definitely one of the main reasons why, or the main driving purpose behind her company, um, which is very cool. So I'm sure Tori's thinking a lot about how she wants to um, encourage other women that are building families or whatever to have that flexible lifestyle. Um, so on the flip side of this, there was this really interesting article that came out September of 2011, and I remember this very clearly. It was in ink, and I brought it up last night at a Crave uh, coffee chat. I have a picture of this. Um, Crave is the company, the book that we were reading, uh, Melody Berenger, the Crave company founder. Uh, she the one that wrote Craving Success. Yes, it's this picture right here, and that's actually Melody right there. And that was our panel, which was insane. It was last night. And if you um, are any, in any of the cities that Crave is in, make sure that you get to one of these events. Um, but they were talking about funding. And uh, we had the privilege of listening to the Dry Soda CEO. And if any of you have been pregnant, you'll know what Dry Soda is. <laughs> um, but Dry Soda is a non-alcoholic uh, carbonated beverage. It's like... Um, it's like sparkling water, basically, but flavored and infused with different pieces so you can pair with um, good food like you would wine, but you can't drink wine because you're pregnant, that type of a thing. Um, but anyway, fantastic drink line. I was hooked on it when I was uh, pregnant, but she was there, and dry soda is competing with stuff like um, uh, Coca-Cola, big companies like that, right? It's in the beverage industry. It's hard to get into, and... Her name, um, the CEO of it is uh, Sherelle Klaus, and I was able to ask her about this article that I've remembered and had in the back of my mind for that, you know, for the last five or so months, however long it was, and it's in ink, and I think I have the screenshot of it. I think it, I have it up on here, too. Why Women Don't Get Venture Capital, The Bruise Nose Theory, and it's by this woman that um, has the fa uh, Families Go website and she's saying that women don't go after venture capital because it forces us to prioritize our companies ahead of our kids basically she tells a story about how her kid ended up having went to summer camp and bruised her nose really badly and she needed to go be with her kid her kids versus building her company and that is why women don't want to go after venture capitalists because they don't want they don't want to have to deal with it extra time of waiting for you to get that deal or make that sale or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Um, they want it all to happen instantly. They want things to happen within a month versus three months that a mom might take because she's prioritizing her kids above the company. 
So I asked Sherelle Klaus of uh, Dry Soda, um, and I think I have some pictures of her. It's on the news one, too. You can see. Fantastic woman. She raised $14 million from angel investors. This is after self-financing for the first few months. She went ahead. Yeah, here she's in the uh, Puget Sound Business Journal. She was quoted as saying, um, or I don't know if she was exactly quoted, but she, the article said that she couldn't juggle the demands of running a startup beverage company and homeschooling four children under the age of nine without the strong support of her husband. Which I thought was very telling because during during the uh, coffee chat, I asked her, you know, is this true? I as do you think do you agree with this author that women don't go after venture capital because venture capitalists aren't going to want to deal with a mom? And she said um, her answer was interesting. I don't know if I phrased the question very well <laughs> but the she answered it and basically saying that when you speak in front of you pitch you know you do these different pitches you speak in front of your board or whatever it is there is sexism that's involved there is um different pieces that are involved in you know these stereotypes of you being a mom and having kids and those things really do exist but you're in business for a reason you're in business just like they are and you just need to move forward and do what you need to do and not worry about it. Not make that part of your profile that you're a mom that's needy and that has kids with bruised noses. You need to just do what you need to do basically at the end of the day. And then that that stereotyping does exist. But just try your hardest. Do what you need to do. And at the end of the day, everything will work out. Um, so I thought that was an interesting perspective. But it, it is telling that. Uh, Sherelle, she was saying that she just came back after being away from her kids for nine days. And granted, she does get to be with her kids a lot of the time. Like she was saying, her kids are homeschooled. And, um, but there is some kind of sacrifice that happens as far as balance goes, which goes back to our previous article from CNN. I want, and again, if you guys are watching live or um, watching at a later date, definitely comment on this because I would love to hear your opinions and I'm sure the rest of the community would like to hear this as well because this is a big deal for young women who are thinking about having a family whether it's in the next one year they already have a family in the next five or ten years is the idea of building a solid family structure and still being able to build a company that like a lot of people have been reporting uh, women don't go big maybe they want to build this big business so how do you balance family and this huge you know $14 million worth of angel investors business. So anyway, Sherelle says that, you know, there's some element of sacrifice basically at the end of the day, but she does have that strong support system in her partner, which the CNN article is arguing that young women are really wanting to see or choose a husband, <laughs> choose a partner that is able to be an equal provider in both financial, you know, the finances and in uh, taking care of the kids. I feel like I'm talking a lot in this live stream. I really like having guests on so I don't have to talk this much. Um, so yeah, you guys, if you're watching live, call in through Skype or in um, in uh, the through the chat. And I'd be happy to take in your comments. Actually, I would be super excited to take in your comments. Uh, so those were the first two that we wanted to talk about. Comment on why it is that you started your business. So this is what we want to know. Why did you start your business? Were kids and family life any type of consideration in it? And the second uh, thing that we want to know is uh, whether or not you agree that women aren't going after venture capital because, or, you know, not it doesn't even have to be after VCs. If they're not going after large businesses, if you don't start off saying, my business is going to be a million dollar business because you want to be a mom, 
Um, so Jules of Smack Lab says that she talks with so many people who have a someday theory about their business. I will build my business so that someday I will have the freedom to work fewer hours or time to spend with my kids. And it seems like those who build their businesses the same way they want to run it someday have the most success with that, um, which is fantastic. Yeah, and the someday stuff is definitely hard. And if you are building a business as a mom with kids, the some days and how you want to raise it today, it's a tricky balance as far as childcare and like they were saying, the, um, the, the, gosh, what was I just, uh, the caretakers go. So it's an interesting conversation to be had. And I'd love to hear more, like I said, more comments on that. So let's get into the really fun part. So comment on your comments were on, um, what was it on? <laughs> on uh, why you started your business and then also on the VC part. So getting into the second hot topic that we wanted to talk about, which I'm sure all of you are excited to talk about because it has to deal with booze. And us young people, we just like to drink beer and then go talk to our employees all the time. Uh, so at least that is what Groupon's CEO has done, and he's caused quite a stir, uh, especially in the Wall Street Journal, who is the one that that broke the news today. Uh, the title is Groupon Must Avoid Taking Stupid Risks, CEO says. So, um, yeah, as as Erin of Well in L.A. talked about in the chat just a bit ago, she was saying, uh, oh gosh, I'll have to pull it up. What did you say? Um you're talking about the yoga, doing yoga in the bikini, <laughs> which is what the Mashable article talks about. The guy is 30. Okay, his name is Andrew Mason. He's 31 years old, and he's he's the CEO of Groupon, which started in late 2008. And I believe it just went IPO. Yeah, this is him. Um, it just went uh, into the IPO, into IPO in late uh, November, right? Yeah, so it went public in November. So it hasn't been that long that this company has gone from being this cute little startup from this young kid in Chicago into this huge company that employs tens of thousands of people that is that is responsible for people making, you know, buying shares. It started off at like, what, $20? And now they're saying it's down to 12 today. So because of lawsuits oh from returns and all sorts of fun stuff and he talked about that at the town hall and uh so wall street journal and a few other news publications were saying that he basically drank a beer <laughs> before he went on stage to talk to all of his employees and it's not like this was um put out into right this wasn't oh he was drinking while he was okay well, we drink wine here on Soho Inside. Only the CEO. <laughs> so the whole audience apparently had access to this beer. If you guys are on the chat, chime in and tell me if you've heard anything differently. So the Groupon guy. So the producer's filling me in. Um, uh, I can turn up my voice a little. Okay. Uh, it said in the Wall Street Journal article that he burped, or you know, I didn't say it that way, <laughs> but clearly he paused for a moment and then said, I've had too much beer or too much beer or something like that. So he <laughs> probably kind of had a little. 
so uh, he the what I read is that he chugged a beer beforehand because he was nervous and he went on stage and he slurred his words or something. He burped whatever. He <laughs> um and so then he said, I think the exact quote is in here. Um gosh, where is it? I don't have the Wall Street Journal one pulled up. Uh but he basically said, Oh, I drunk I drank too much beer before this. <laughs> In, in the middle of outlining his six-month strategic plan for how they're going to get their company from being this infant or the toddler, I think is what he said, into a grown-up. And a lot of the phrases he used were very casual and very um, silly, I guess, like very young person's kind of a thing. And I looked, I, I didn't know very much about him before this, and I looked at his Twitter profile. Let me see if I can actually bring it up, because I don't know if I included in that. Um, but his tr- his Twitter profile looked kind of silly, too. And if you're the CEO of a publicly traded company, I don't know. I don't know. So this is what I really want to pose to you guys. So he started Groupon as this young person, right? He was young. Yeah, see? <laughs> and you can't see, unfortunately, the background of this because um, I'm on my on the iPad. Uh, but you guys will have to look it up. So anyway, you start this company as a young dude or a young, a young woman. And you act like a young person uh, or an older, I guess, you know, less mature or less less corporate-like. I don't know. You have a company culture where you drink beer, you... Um, you kind of you say things in loose terminology uh, you don't take things too seriously and then all of a sudden your company grows into some mammoth it gets a ton of press coverage you go public are you supposed to change your public persona and how you how you as a ceo um control your company and how you manage your people because your company has grown up faster um i mean does he need to change to be this public company? Because that's what most of the news publications that are covering this are saying. They're just horrified that this guy who owns a public company, who is the CEO of this publicly traded company, is able to go up there and act this way. He should be, yeah, this is the MSN money. Whoever this uh, blogger was had a very interesting commentary because she went on and on about how you know, beer shouldn't be available during the day. This was the main focus. A lot of these blogs was the the fact that he drank beer, not necessarily, and maybe this is why he di- he drank beer because he brought the attention onto him chugging beer versus the fact that they're losing money and that people are unhappy and that the company isn't structured in the way it should be. They're bringing on new executives. One of them is from eBay. It's very interesting in how they're restructuring their company to match this new grown-up role that they're in, yet all of the the media coverage really is on the fact that this young kid behaved in this way during the town hall meeting. So I want to hear your opinion on it. If you today are building your business in a specific way where the company culture is more casual, more loose, and five years from now, your company is suddenly much bigger, are you going to be, and you're five years older, are you going to change your management style at one point? Do you take yourself out of the CEO position and put someone else in? I want to hear your opinion on it. So anyway, that's the big thing with Groupon. I don't want to take up too much more of your time if you guys don't have any um, any commentary on it. Definitely head on over to youngfemalepreneurs.com today or tomorrow. Or if you can go to ovali.tv, um, which is what 
Ovali or what Young Female Entrepreneurs the live stream goes through. Um, so my mom and I, who's my business partner in Ovali, we have a show. Carissa and my mom have a show. And then Young Female Entrepreneurs, I just loaded up all of the episodes on this so you can watch all of them um, on here in the past ones. And I'll have the lineup over here on upcoming shows. I'll have that published on Monday. Um, so you guys have to wait until then to see who's coming up in May. It's going to be really good. So I promise you're going to want to follow up on it. Like us over on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Um, show up to the Twitter chat tomorrow night. It's going to be so much fun. I love it. And it's the mixer style one. So we get to ask fun questions that are business appropriate. You know, stuff about um, cash flow and marketing and all that neat stuff. And then um, on the other side, we ask things like, what's your favorite cocktail? What do you do to work out? Um, are you dating? That kind of fun stuff. So you get to know each other just as people and not just as um, businesses. So again, check it out, youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. Otherwise, you guys, thank you so much for coming to the live stream. I always enjoy doing these on Thursday nights. I am so excited to have some of our guests on. Oh my gosh, Biggest thing ever before we leave. I almost didn't say this. Gosh, Erin of Well in LA, if you are watching still, I apologize because I was so excited to talk about this. Um, so young women ask me all the time. They want to meet up with each other in person. That's how YFE started here in Seattle was that we met in the boardroom of a co-working space in Redmond. And uh, so Erin of well in, LA, well in LA wants to meet other entrepreneurial women in Los Angeles. So she put together, uh, she's actually the official YFE ambassador for Los Angeles. We're testing this out first over in the Southwest. Um, she's going to be holding a little meetup on Thursday, May 17th from 7 to 9 p.m. And she has two hostesses that are going to be helping her out. Nyla Blades, who you've probably seen on one of our YFE live streams or on her profile. She's awesome. I absolutely love her. Very smart woman. And then the second one is one that I haven't had the opportunity to have on the live stream or on YFE, but her name is Donna. And Donna, I could be totally butchering your last name, but it's Kaza, I believe. I've connected with her on Twitter. She's a delight too. Um, so this is going to be really fun. If you are in the LA area, uh, definitely meet up with these women May 17th. 7 to 9. And I'll have all the information over at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com along with this video. So again, you guys, thank you so much for coming to the live stream. Hope to connect with you next Thursday, 6 p.m., 9 um, p.m. West East. All that fun stuff over at overlay.tv slash live. Thanks. Oh, and I'm Jennifer Donovan, by the way. And you're watching Young Female Entrepreneurs live stream.